On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, soaking in the hometown experience, Ty Penner is putting on a show at the plate for the Lethbridge Bulls. Welcome to episode 143 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. What a log jam we have in the Western Canadian Baseball League standings heading into the final couple of weeks of the regular season. As we record this episode, Dogs Black sits atop the leaderboard just two and a half games ahead of both the Sylvan Lake Gulls and Lethbridge Bulls. The Edmonton Prospects are four games back and Dogs Red is six behind. It's anyone's game heading into the playoffs, which makes it exciting for both the fans and the players who have either been a part of the league for a while or grew up watching it. So is the case for Ty Penner. The Lethbridge product is among the many who are relishing in the opportunity to be a part of the All-Canadian Showcase this summer. The Vauxhall Academy grad and UBC Thunderbird infielder is hitting 350 this season with a home run and 13 RBIs in 19 games. He's also among the league leaders in doubles with nine, so all in all, a solid improvement from his first tour with Bulls in 2019. There, he hit 242 with nine doubles, a home run and 13 RBIs in 27 games. Earlier this week, we chatted with a 6'2", 215-pound freshman about all of his experiences in baseball and where he'd like to go from here. Ty, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. You're a Lethbridge guy getting to play for the hometown Bulls. What's it been like playing for the team and in the stadium that you grew up watching in? Yeah, that's cool experience i had the experience once back in 2019 too but maybe didn't get to play as much as i would have liked to that season and so it's been really nice to be able to come back and play in front of my hometown fans growing up in lethbridge i kind of idolized the bulls growing up and everything so to be on the other side of that and have kids come up to me asking for my autograph and stuff and knowing most of the fans in the stands growing up in lethbridge is it's a really cool experience and i'm loving it so far it's your second season, as you mentioned, with the Bulls. You're already kind of in tune with what the WCBL is all about. How much of your time has been spent showing the younger guys the ropes a little bit and being more of a, a team leader, so to speak, in the room? Yeah, I really, I feel like kind of embraced that role this year. That's something that I really like to do. I would prefer to be a leader on a team. And so that's been something that I've really looked forward to this year, especially with the Canadian League. We got a lot of maybe newer guys that haven't been in the league before, so so that's been tons of fun. And to be honest with you, like I know most of the guys on the team too. We got a lot of good Lethbridge products. And with it being Canadian, like we all know each other from across the country. So that's been really, really fun. And I think we've had a lot of guys take on a pretty cool leadership role. And I've tried to do that too. And it's it's been really nice to take some guys under the wing and, um, you know, help them succeed in the league. So that's been a really fun time. How fun has it been to see fans in the stands again? Oh, it's surreal. Like I, I like I we were talking before. I I haven't played a game in a year and a half, probably coming into the season this year with COVID and everything, because I play out at UBC. So it's been unbelievable having fans in the stands. Came back, didn't even hardly believe it. It was just felt so weird given everything that's happened in the last year, and you know, especially for it to be the hometown crowd, it feels amazing. And on Canada Day, we had a sold out stadium, which was just seems so crazy given that you haven't even really been been able to see anybody face to face for the past year and a half so it's been uh, really nice and it's made me a lot more grateful sure for the for the fans 
coming into the season, did you have any expectations of yourself? I mean, it's been a while since you've been able to play in a game situation. So were you worried that there would be any rust and did you kind of give yourself a little bit of, of a, a pass in some regards? Yeah, I guess you can, you're, you're a little bit nervous coming in thinking that, uh, you know, I haven't played in a while, what it's going to be like to see live pitching again and all that. But, you know, we trained hard out at UBC and we were able to do some live at bats against some really, really good arms out there. We have a great pitching staff at UBC. So, you know, you trust it and you know that you'll get back into it. It's like riding a bike eventually. A couple games and you get a couple games under your belt and you're pretty well ready to go. So that was good and it wasn't too drastic of a curve. Definitely a little bit weird at the beginning seeing pitches for the first time, but uh got it all figured out now so it's been it's been good speaking of those arms at ubc i gotta ask what was your text message or phone call like with garrett hawkins when you found out that he got drafted yeah that was that was awesome i've known g hawk for probably six years now i lived with him my first two years out of ubc so when i saw his name called that was that was amazing i was so pumped for him i immediately texted him i said obviously just congratulations man like you deserve it and he was ecstatic to be honest with you so he was i'm sure his phone was blowing up so i appreciated the reply from him and everything and you know i'm just really happy for him and i hope he can move through the ranks in the padre system and maybe one day we'll see him in the big leagues put on your scout cap for a second for us when it comes to to garrett and what is it that he brings to the table in your eyes and makes him stand out makes him someone that we should keep an eye on when it comes to maybe making the way up the pro ranks g-hawk for me always been a big game starter I, I, I don't know if I've ever seen Jihawk come out in a game and have it feel like he's not ready to go he just commands the zone so well with his fastball that's the first thing is it seems like he can put the fastball wherever he needs and so that's the biggest thing with him and you know his off speed has really come a long way too and hopefully he continues to polish that up and he's going to be a real threat he's been throwing really hard in the draft league and everything and so his fastball he's always dialed in he just has a knack for the big game, and it'll be really exciting to see where he goes. Speaking of uh, being on fire, you've been on fire with the Bulls this season. Let's get back to you here, and you're having that great season so far. What's been key for your success? Uh, you know, I'm just going out and trying to trust myself. Like I said, we worked a lot in the off season with, with swings. That was kind of a unique opportunity that we had out at UBC. Not being able to play games, we have some cool technology, and we were able to, you know, really dive into the nitty-gritty of our swing, and Try to keep my uh, barrel in the zone as long as possible. And so I've just wanted to trust that, to be honest with you, and trust the timing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, past that point, it's just hitting, going up there, kind of see ball, hit ball, and trust your approach. And uh, past that, that's all you can do. Trust your approach and try to hit the ball hard and, you know, hopefully some falls. So that's what I've been trying to do this summer, and it's been working out so far. You look at those standings in the WCBL, they are airtight as we speak. How much fun is it to be a part of knowing that each game means so much in the grand scheme of a playoff spot, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. Especially because, I, like I said before, I know most of the guys in the league, and we actually have a lot of UBC guys on each team in the league, so it's a cool little rivalry that we got going on. You get some trash talk with the other teams and everything, especially when it's, the standings are so jam-packed. Every Every game means something, so it's been ton of fun to play meaningful games i mean that's what everybody wants as a baseball player you want to be able to play meaningful games hopefully down the stretch we can get on a bit of a run here and secure a higher seed in the playoffs and then once playoffs hit that'll be a ton of fun too short series this year with the best of threes so you know anything can happen and that'll be a lot of fun
you kind of alluded to it as well when it comes to that all Canadian content and what's it meant to you to be able to be a part of this, to be able to showcase the Western Canadian game, maybe bring in a few Easterners as well, but just to, just to be able to showcase what Canada has to offer in the game. Yeah, I think that's actually been a really no, another really cool opportunity that COVID has kind of brought us. So no Americans in the league has really allowed Canadian talent to, to push through maybe some guys that wouldn't get that opportunity in a normal year. And so that's been that's been awesome because I really believe that Canada has a lot of really good talent to offer, especially with you know those academies in southern Alberta specifically, like Vauxhall and Okotoks, and that produces a lot of good talent. And so to have guys from those schools come back and be able to play in this league maybe a year or two earlier than they normally would, and then have guys from maybe like even the Prairie Baseball Academy in Lethbridge has a lot of really good players that sometimes don't get the looks they deserve. So it's been definitely good allow Canadian talent to get the looks that they, I think they really deserve. And, you know, it's been a talent-filled pool in the league this year, so it's been a lot of fun. And as mentioned, you're a Lethbridge guy. Probably pretty easy to get tied up in hockey or football earlier on in your sporting career, yet you ended up in baseball. Tell us a little bit about how you found the game and what drew you to it. Yeah, so growing up, I was actually kind of a dual sport in hockey and baseball, and I loved both, to be honest with you, and I always loved baseball maybe a little bit more, and I was maybe a little bit better at baseball, but I was never really sure what I wanted to do between hockey and baseball. And then when I was 14, I actually broke my leg playing baseball, and that kind of took away my next season of hockey. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of took that as an opportunity to try and focus on the next baseball season. Took the winter off to rehab and everything, and then when I came out of that baseball season, that's when I applied to Vauxhall. And once I got the the call from coach Mack that I was going to be able to attend Vauxhall. That was a pretty surreal moment for me. And that was a dream come true too. So that was something that I definitely couldn't pass up. And that's really when it started to focus straight on baseball. That's when I kind of forgot about hockey and all the other sports and, you know, Vauxhall played a huge part in my career. So uh, that's when it really started to be baseball for me. That's quite the eureka moment. So many guys just kind of go, okay, I've aged out of a sport and here I am. Here you are kind of getting forced your hand. Did you ever have any regrets about that change or any kind of second thoughts about making that decision as you were trying to, you know, especially when you're laid up with a broken leg? Do you do you have a lot of time to yourself to kind of ponder about the possibilities? Yeah, I mean, that winter was, was a long one for sure, especially because I had a lot of really good friends in hockey. And so that was maybe the hardest part. That was the thing I missed the most about hockey was the dressing room and everything and all the guys that I played with growing up. But I really have no regrets about it whatsoever. Like I said, it kind of allowed me to maybe even get into Vauxhall. And so that was amazing. And so I, I really have no regrets. And I'm, I'm glad it was baseball. I always think I really wanted it to be baseball. I just wasn't sure maybe if I could make it be baseball. So once I uh, was able to make that decision and kind of have my hand forced, it was actually maybe nice for me to have that so what did that experience at Vauxhall mean to you now that you have the benefit of 2020 hindsight oh man yeah Vauxhall was <laughs> just huge I, I can't even put it into words that the coaching staff out there is excellent and the way that they prepare guys for the next level is is unbelievable so I really have a lot to owe to Vauxhall coach Mack and you know coach Kokus and uh, coach Blake I owe a ton of my baseball career to them they really helped me lay the foundation of you know what my game is today so uh, i i would ship Vauxhall to anybody and recommend it to anybody i i can't say enough good things about that program any favorite memories from your time there <laughs> there's a ton of favorite memories from the time there when you live with 22 guys in a dorm room you get up to some 
interesting stuff. But uh, <laughs> definitely winning Best of the West in my first year was a pretty cool one. You know, I came into that tournament being like kind of like a deer in the headlights against a bunch of really good Canadian talent and ended up being able to play in the final and see G-Hawk throw in that game too, which was cool because me and him were pretty good buddies at the time. So that's definitely one of the ones that are up there, but there's so many I couldn't even begin. From there, you end up at UBC, as mentioned. How did that opportunity all come about in the first place? Uh, yeah, so UBC was always kind of on my radar, and I, I told Coach Mack that pretty early on in my career at Vauxhall. But I was never totally sure if it was going to happen. I knew we had sent some guys out there before, but we hadn't sent some guys in quite a long time. And when it really kind of came to fruition was at Tournament 12 in Toronto, uh, Coach Mack basically sent Chris Pritchett, the coach at UBC, a text and said, hey, this guy's going to be out there if you want to take a look or whatever. And after my first game, it was kind of weird because <laughs> I think I went like 0 for 0 with five walks. And so it was really weird, but Pritch came up to me and said, hey, I saw one of your swings. Like, it must have been a swing and miss or a foul ball or something and was interested. And so I played the rest of the tournament. And we actually came to an agreement by the end of that tournament, and I signed to play for UBC right then and there. So kind of how that came to fruition. Pretty unreal, I imagine, when you look back on it. What's that experience meant to you thus far? Because you're only a couple of years in now. Yeah, UBC, again, has been amazing. I can't say enough good things about that program either. Critch has been one of the best hitting coaches I've ever had. You know, Sammy Starr out there as an assistant coach has been amazing. The facilities at UBC are second to none. And so, like, I haven't had the full-scale opportunity that I've wanted so far. Like I said, I played my freshman year. But the freshman year, I find, and I don't know, there's probably a lot of guys that agree with this, but in college is a bit of a blur. It just kind of goes by, and you're trying to keep up and do your best. And I was lucky to be able to play a lot in my freshman year. We had a really big freshman class, but... You know, since then, the sophomore year got cut off, and then obviously this junior year didn't happen at all. But So I'm going back next year as a sophomore again, so mm-hmm. not not complaining about the eligibility or anything, but it'll be really cool to see how it works this year, you know, maybe from the other side as a leadership player as opposed to kind of a scared little freshman. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. You're in the Faculty of Science there, and I'm always reminded about it that it's a student-athlete, not an athlete-student. So how do you balance the needs of both during your time at UBC? Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, I've always really kind of enjoyed school, and school's been really important to me. So I love it out there. I mean, it is a unique place in that regard, too, especially at UBC, because the, you know, the schooling can be difficult at times. But at the end of the day, it is a balance, and baseball ends up actually being a, a pretty good outlet, I find. Like, if you sit in a dorm room all day studying or whatever, you can kind of go crazy and even become way less productive. So having baseball in there and training and all that to separate that, get the blood flowing and give you something else to focus on has been really good. And, you know, it, you kind of treat both the same. You kind of are just determined to do well in both. And at the end of the day, I think they – kind of complement each other nicely. Mm-hmm. When you look back on your baseball career, you've mentioned Best of the West, you mentioned T12 as well, but any favorite memories or moments that make you go, wow, I can't believe I'm here? Yeah, for me, that one was, was probably T12. I mean, I really didn't expect to make that team even. And then stepping into the box at Rogers Center, I was like, holy man, this is this is pretty crazy. And then... You know, aside from that, actually, the first conference tournament that I ever played at UBC, actually the regional tournament, sorry, we were playing against uh, Southeastern, one of the best NAIA teams in the, in the or one of the best teams in the NAIA. 
and we were facing some guy throwing like 95, 97 in the first game. And, you know, it was just really surreal for me to face someone so talented and, you know, be able to get a hit off of it. And now I'm watching him through the minors and everything. So the most surreal part for me is probably seeing guys that I've played against and especially guys that I've played with, like G-Hawk and Damiano Palmajani too, you know, get their name called in the draft. That's been the probably the coolest thing for me about my whole baseball career. One of the questions I always ask, when you were at Vauxhall, you likely had alumni come through and offer pieces of uh, pieces of advice. Now that you're that guy with the benefit of hindsight, what advice would you offer to those young kids who are just starting their baseball journeys? Yeah, I would, especially if you're at Vauxhall, I would say to totally take advantage of everything that that place offers. You know, they have tons, not from the coaches, but they have sort of great sports psychologists and Joshua Hoopmer, and they give you awesome nutritional advice and you know, the biggest thing I can say is just to completely buy into what that program offers. And, uh, you know, <laughs> cliche, but if you work your tail off of what they provide to you, it's, you know, not a lot's going to go wrong. So love the game, too, is the biggest thing for me. If you're not having fun, then, you know, it makes it a lot more difficult. And people always say, you know, like it's a grind. But if you love the grind, then, you know, it makes it a lot easier. So that's the biggest thing I would say is enjoy it. Make sure it's something that you love doing and then buy into the program for sure fantastic stuff ty well final question for you here as i always ask what does the game of baseball mean to you <laughs> i knew that one was coming so yeah baseball is really my whole life to be honest with you my life has been surrounded by baseball for since i was probably five years old and you know it's responsible for giving me the best relationships in my entire life friendships relationships with coaches just everything has been baseball has given me an outlet an opportunity to pursue something that I'm passionate about but the biggest thing for me is that it's provided me with friendships and relationships that'll last a lifetime and I'll never be able to repay the game for that but I'm you know eternally grateful for that so that's the biggest thing and hopefully it continues to be a part of my life for a long time Absolutely. Well, congratulations, Ty, on all the success to this point. Continued success going forward with the Bulls and beyond. And thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Ty Penner for joining us this week. And thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. Make sure to circle August 14th on your calendar as the WCBL is set to host Baseball Day in Canada at Siemens Stadium in Okotoks. It will feature a doubleheader between the Dogs and Edmonton Prospects, plus interviews and more about the game of baseball in our country. And there will also be a healthy dose of ADS involved as both Ian Wilson and myself will be a part of the broadcast. So stay tuned for that again on August 14th. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.